Welcome back to Books R Us Season 4, Episode 2. If you weren't here listening to our first podcast, welcome. We are a group of 6th graders at Hopewell Elementary in Bettendorf, Iowa. Our purpose of doing this is to inspire our generation to share their voice, to read, and also to get great new book ideas. Couldn't have phrased that better. I'm Cooper. I'm Maddie. And I'm James. And a little recap from our last episode. I'll hand it off to you, Cooper. Thanks, James. We introduced the book Chirp by Kate Massner, which you can read when it comes out on February 4th, 2020. It was a very mysterious book that will keep you reading with many intriguing twists that you would never expect it, expect to happen, don't you think? Yeah. There were also great characters that continued to move on to solve a cricket farm mystery. And now, the book that you have all been waiting approximately 30 seconds for, The Tornado by Jake Burt. This book has already come out, unlike our other book, Chirp, so you can go read it anytime you want. That's pretty exciting. You should go order it or see if it's at your local library. The author of this book, Jake Burt, also has other great books, including Greetings for the Witness Protection. Our teacher loves that book. Mm-hmm. The Right Hook of Devin Velma and The Tornado, which we will talk to you about today. He also has a book that hasn't been released yet called Cleo Porter and the Body Electric. We got some special information that he's going to be writing a horror book, which is scheduled to come out in 2021. Sweet! His two books that have been released have awesome reviews and ratings. Jake Burt lives in Connecticut and has taught multiple grades of school, but is currently teaching fifth grade. Did you know he also enjoys playing the banjo in Ultimate Frisbee? No. Keep listening for something that happened during our interview related to Jake that was pretty interesting. Back in late November, we had a chance to interview Jake Burt. We are so lucky. We were able to include his great responses to our questions in this podcast. It was such a cool experience. I've never had the opportunity to personally talk with an author before. We are all very grateful and thankful for him taking the time out of his day while he was in his classroom to talk to us about his book and answer our questions. Such an amazing character, willing to help us out. And interestingly enough, remember remember when Maddie said, keep listening? Well, while we were interviewing Jake, he pulled out a banjo and a frisbee from in front of his desk in his fifth grade classroom. It was pretty cool. I found that funny. Me too. We were also curious of how Jake managed teaching and writing. And he told us that he writes at night, which is which he also mentioned is the perfect time to write a horror book, just like the one he's doing now. That's very clever of him. Well, being a teacher, he taught math, social studies, and ecology. Crazy. It's probably difficult to be outstanding in so many subjects. Another interesting fact is that Jake Burt loves to write books such as Tornado, where other kids can relate to the story, message, or a problem that the character is facing. Hmm, powerful. Jake's book Tornado was a story that many people can identify with, and that really connects closely with kids' lives at school today. It was also very easy to cheer on certain characters throughout the story. Definitely. I can see how this book can help guide kids and students around the world through bullying and other hard times. I agree. In Tornado, the main character is a middle school kid named Belle. Belle has had a problem with this school bully, Parker, for several years. Bullying is a huge problem in society today. People like Parker are real people. Even though he was just a fictional character in a story, there are people like him all over the world. Parker is the reason Belle's parents are considering homeschooling him again. But Belle does not want that to happen. He wants to go to a regular school just like all of his friends and other kids. He wants to be normal. That's another problem with our society. There is no such thing as normal because everyone is different and everyone has their own opinions, ideas, and life experiences. Yep, totally. 
The problem is that Bell takes things to extreme measures to avoid and ignore Parker. He even has a scheduled system around his school to get around his problems with Parker. You're going to have to read the book to really understand Bell's systems and how he gets around in his everyday life at school. We asked Jake Burt about Bell's bullying experience, and this is what he said. A lot of Bell is based off of me and what I remember from when I was a fifth grader. But that particular aspect of Bell's personality is not based on me. It's actually based on uh, not any one specific student I've had during my teaching career, but a kind of student that I've had during my teaching career. Um, there's often kids that come through the pipeline that just are seem to be intuitively wired to enjoy systems, to enjoy challenge problems and math. Their spatial reasoning ability is off the charts brilliant. And I love working with those kids because they come at problems a little bit differently than I do. And I wanted to pay homage to that kind of kid. I asked myself, all right, if you were a genius with systems, as you rightly pointed out, Bell is that, um, and that's how you thought about the world, how would you tackle this problem of being bullied? Well, you'd go to what you know, and what Bell knows is systems, and moreover, it's what his parents know as well. So when devising a way to survive fifth grade and fourth grade and third grade, Bell leaned on that strength, and it allowed him to not thrive, but at least survive up until page one of chapter one, where I blow the whole thing up with a day limit. I can't imagine being that scared and having to completely try to avoid someone because I'm scared of how they'll treat me. I agree. That would not be fun. Jake Burt also talked about how his emotions were an obstacle while writing this book. Let's hear what he had to say. Yes, this is the most difficult book I've ever written emotionally for me personally. Uh, not to say there's not emotional scenes in my other books. I hope there are. I hope there's lots of emotional touch points that readers can, uh, can connect to. But for me personally, the tornado was very hard to write. And at first, I when in the first draft of it, I kind of shied away from a lot of those emotionally difficult moments for me because I didn't feel like I could do them justice. But I think going back in, in the revision process, when I decided to just go ahead and put it all out there, I, I hope it made the novel seem more authentic and more relevant because it was things that I actually experienced. Uh, Bell's guilt when he, when he realizes that he's a coward and that he he failed, not to give too much of the plot away for people who haven't read it, but Bell fails quite a bit in his attempts to, to do the right thing. Those failures were ones that I experienced and that guilt that Bell carries around with him that Timmy describes as being the bean of the spleen in the book. Really, it's just a metaphor for guilt. Um, that's something that I felt and that as I was writing the novel, uh, I remembered feeling and still to an extent feel today. So yeah, there was a lot of difficulty there for me. But again, I hope that in exploring it and allowing myself to do so, it made it a more compelling novel for you, the reader. I'm so glad he shared that part in the interview. It comes to show all of the background and dedication behind writing the story. He really understands what kids are going through in these kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. We asked Jake Burt about his inspiration for bullying and using Bell systems to get around his problems with Parker. Let's listen to what he had to say. Yes, so I said that the systems aspect of Bell is not based on me, but that a lot of other parts of him are. The bullying part of it is based completely on my life. 
Um, when I was in elementary and early middle school, I was bullied by the same person. Uh, his name was not Parker Hellickson, so I didn't uh, steal his name and put it into the book. Um, but it's a problem I dealt with. And uh, what I remember of it um, is how it affected me as a fifth grader and as a middle schooler. As point of fact, every single thing that Parker does to Belle in the novel is something my bully did to me. Uh, and so that was direct experience for me. Um, the way Belle deals with it is a little bit different than the way I dealt with it, not just in terms of the systems, but that critical moment that Belle faces where he has the decision to either stand up to his bully and um, and not protect, but at least come to Daylin's defense or join the bully in uh, his antagonizing of Daylin so that Belle's life stays easy. Um, I had that decision presented to me, and I'm not very proud of the decision I made. So this novel is, in a way, my apology, not just to my former self as a fifth grader, but also to those people who I could have stood up for when I saw my bully treating them poorly as well, but that I was too afraid to stand up for. After two years of Belle being bullied, his class gets a new student named Daylin. Daylin was Parker's new target because she was different. I agree, not the typical kid, but that's what made her such a unique and interesting character. Definitely. She wore bright colors, had rainbow hair, and always made crazy sketches in her notebook, most of the time horses. Yep. The upsetting thing, the upsetting thing is Belle won't stand up for Daylin when Parker's bullying her because he is too scared to be in the same position as her once again. You're probably thinking, well, just tell an adult. That's the problem. The principal's the principal is Parker's dad, and when they have reported him in the past, he didn't receive a punishment, and what they were saying was not even remotely considered by the principal. And if Bell were to tell his mom, he fears that his mom will homeschool him again. Yeah. Sometimes life's answers don't come in neat little packages, and Bell again does not want to be homeschooled. Everyone wants to feel included at school, but even at school, Bell is quite different. I agree. For example, his systems, his shyness, his work ethic, and his friends. We don't want to give too much away, so we're going to have to stop here. I agree. You need to pick up this book as soon as you finish listening to our podcast. Yes, I love this book. Every library needs to have the book Tornado. You don't want to miss out on this outstanding new title. And just like last time, here's a hint for our next book. Scottish Folklore. Hmm... It was pretty fascinating. I can't ever remember reading a book related to Scotland before. Me too. But we're running out of time here at the podcasting headquarters. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for the lunch break. Back to the point. We're going to have to give a huge thanks again to Miss Campbell, Miss Hornick, and Jake Burt. We couldn't have made the podcast without them. Jake Burt is a great author, once again, that went out of his way to help us with this podcast. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at jburtbooks. Thanks, Jake. You can listen to our other podcasts on iTunes and the Talking Tech to Connect website. Well, on that note, I'm Cooper. I'm Maddie. And I'm James, signing off from our podcast headquarters in Bettendorf, Iowa. Don't forget to stay tuned. You don't want to miss our next episode where things get a little debateful. Happy reading!